0: Hello, I'm Felicia Vereen, always known as Fee.
1: Hey Fee, and I'm your girl Sharita 3, better known as Red. And, and we, we are Inspire Her,
0: the Total Woman Podcast, a new podcast all about uplifting you. Yes. Because friends face it, you are awesome. We'll be chatting up about topics we love to talk about.
1: All the things we as women must juggle every day and the issue we complain about.
0: who's listening listening. we'll chat about the struggle the job and about him Mm. you know who we talking about that boo, husband, boyfriend ex, whatever you calling them today Mm. our lovely hellions I mean kids our
1: angels but seriously friends, life happens and we don't always get a chance to talk about it we take it on the chin and we keep it moving
0: because that's what we were told to do yep but here on inspire her the total woman podcast with red and fee we are the friends you love to hang out with we We are here here to inspire inspire her. her the total woman yes hey fee how are you girl i am good i am really really good we have started off this season with a bang we got our first guest girl i am excited how are you
1: yeah. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. We had a little storm today, but I'm pretty good.
0: That's okay. Storms bring flowers and, and new things. So
1: Absolutely. And speaking <laughs> of that, we have someone, our first guest, who's been through a storm. So tell us a little bit about our new um next guest, B.
0: All right. Well, her name is W. Lynette Farlow, C-P-A. She was born and raised in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and is a mother of two, a daughter and a son. She has served corporate America for over 25 years as a senior level executive and worked as an entrepreneur in the direct sales sorry, for over 20 years. She is a business coach, inspirational speaker, leadership trainer, successful entrepreneur, and the number one best-selling author of profit from your pain. Many people have been ready to quit, give up, or stop dreaming because life knocked them down. This author specializes in profiting from your pain. She will show you how your trials and tribulations can help you live the best life ever. She has coached and mentored entrepreneurs, sole proprietors, small business owners, She is an innovator with a remarkable ability to help people take ownership of their own success, turning lemons into lemonade. For everyone who leads a team, owns a business, or would like to capitalize on their entrepreneurial dreams, her message will enlighten you with knowledge and action principles to turn your ideas into massive success. Wow. That's a mouthful. (laughs) (laughs) That
1: is, is, I'm just like, um, wow, that's amazing.
0: That is amazing. And the one thing that she didn't put in this bio that she should, she's my cousin. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing that makes her special. Now let me stop. All right, guys, I I, I want to introduce you to my cousin, Lynette Farlow. Welcome, Lynette.
2: Hello, hello, hello. Thank you, thank you, thank you i am so excited to be here and i am especially excited to be your first guest on this next season so <laughs> thank you for that i am honored thank you you are very welcome so tell us a little bit about
1: you lynette, aside from all of the other stuff let's let's get dig a little deeper and tell our audience about lynette
2: mm, aside from all of that Um, The first thing I always, well, I'll say the first thing people always notice about me is I am not your typical accountant. Yes, I am a CPA. I graduated top of my class. I was heavily recruited. I went on to have a phenomenal career in corporate America. I worked for a Fortune 50 company. Not 500, but a Fortune 50 company. And I was a senior level executive. But at the end of the day, I am an inspirator. I am a motivator. I like to have fun. One thing that also wasn't mentioned in my bio is I'm a Zumba instructor. See, I created a company called mad fit. And and, and the reason I'm telling you that is because when you think about the bio that you just read and when I think about me and all of the things that I do, it is surrounding fitness but not just physical fitness because I'm money motivated. Yeah, I'm a (laughs) CPA, I'm money motivated. So basically I like to inspire and motivate people to be physically fit, financially fit and spiritually fit. So that's Lynette all in a a nutshell. I like that, I like that.
0: Now, one of the things that I know is that you, you have a very resilient and amazing story. Um, and, and, and I wanted you to be a guest on him because I wanted you to share that because I know several women and there's women out there that you have already touched. Um, and we want you to touch some of the women who will be listening to our podcast. Start telling us about, you know, this survivor. We entitled this, this session or this episode, She's a Survivor and She Never Gave Up. What, what have you survived?
2: Well, I think I'm going to start with the end. And at the end of the day, I am on a crusade right now. And when when I say a crusade, I mean, it's bigger than just a mission. It's bigger than, than just my next project. My crusade is for the single mom. And I'll tell you why. Like I mentioned, graduated top of the class, heavily recruited, went on to have a phenomenal phenomenal career. When I say phenomenal career, I was a multiple six-figure earner and an individual who loved her job. See, most people are making good money, but they hate their job. I loved my job. And might I say, I was good at it. Those aren't my words. That was the words of my team. At the height of my career, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Now I pause there because when the family found out, and you remember Felicia, when my friends and when my friends found out, when my coworkers found out, they thought gloom and doom. But I never had those thoughts because I am also a child of God. See, I, I was a survivor before I knew what I had to survive. <laughs> if you know what I mean, so I, I went ahead. I had, I had two lumpectomies. I went on to have seven weeks of Radiation, five days a week, I opted out of chemo. Did you hear me? I opted out of chemo because again, full of faith. I knew it wasn't a death sentence. I knew there was something on my life and something bigger that I was to do. I just didn't know what it was at the time. So then I went back to work, went on to be promoted to what I considered to be the best job ever. I already told you I was working at a Fortune 50 company. I was a senior level executive. I went on to be the controller of one of their lines of businesses, if you will. I was responsible for over 125 finance departments around the world. When I tell you I love my job, and again, I was good at it. See, at the time, my company was doing mergers, acquisitions. It was a lot going on, and I was at the crust of all of it. I was right involved with all of the finance departments. It was my responsibility to join the finance departments together to create synergies, and I loved it. I was traveling all over the place, getting things done, getting buy-in from the people in the field. And did I say that I loved it? one day my boss calls me in the office and i'm thinking he wants to talk to me about what i've been doing because i've been getting things done i've been transforming lives i've been changing people's opinions of mergers and acquisitions because i love my job and i was good at it but at the time my boss wanted to tell me of the corporate plans and that's when i found out my job was eliminated mm. see i pause again <laughs> because people think oh there's another area of doom and gloom people think oh there's another opportunity for her to be down and out but can i share with you that was one of the happiest days of my life now i know you think i'm crazy but you heard in the bio i have over 25 years of corporate experience but over 20 years of entrepreneurial business experience see i've always had what i call a side hustle I, I i always did my own thing i've always been chasing time freedom and financial freedom see i'm just telling my story see and i'm telling you why i'm on this crusade for the single mom so at that time i went to my husband at the time i said you got this meaning do I have to find another corporate job or can I just go ahead and chase my dream? And see, at the time he said he got this. So I went on to chase my dreams. Fast forward, my husband then decided he didn't want to be married and then I had to sell our dream home. Now I pause there because in my opinion, at that time, that was my lowest moment. See, it wasn't the breast cancer, it wasn't the loss of the job, it wasn't even the day that he left, but it was at that moment when I had to sell the home that we raised our kids in, it was at that moment I realized my life was changing, Mm. I was on my own, and I was a single mom. Wow. So
1: how many kids do you have?
2: I had two at the time, and they're still teenagers. I was going to say at the time I had two teenagers, but they still are. I have a daughter who's in her second year of college. Yay. She's 19. And I have a... And I have a a son who's going into his senior year of high school.
1: You're at the finish line almost. I'm
2: at the finish line almost. And I got to tell you, I believe it's because I'm at the finish line that I can now come up for air and realize what my true mission in life is. Because at that time, when I told you I was at my lowest moment, that's I I just went into survival mode. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I call it. It was survival mode. I did everything that I had to do for my kids. It was about the kids. And can I share with you? At that time, I didn't want to identify as a single mom mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. in my mind, I wasn't a single mother. See, my children were the result of my 18 year marriage. So I couldn't possibly be a single mom. But when there were things that needed to get done and when I, when I called on their father and when I realized at the end of the day, sis, you by yourself, sis, Mm. you're on your own. That's when I realized I was a single mom, but here's the biggest point that I want to make, and this is what I want all of your listeners to understand when i realized i was a single mother i looked in the mirror and i also realized that i didn't look like what i'd been through mm. see i had fallen to i had fallen into a depression didn't realize i was depressed okay cuz again survival mode i'm just doing what i have to do for my kids See, see what I didn't share with you is and it's probably come through all of your questions. I don't know how much I'm supposed to talk or how much I'm supposed to stop. But hey, you listen. We listen. So during you know, survival mode, me doing what I need to do, I told you I had to sell our dream home. So then I rented a home for the kids and I. So we're in the home that I rented, which I mean you couldn't tell me that wasn't my house. See, I went into that house. I repainted the entire house. I had electrical work done. I was about to have the basement finished when my father said to me, yo, stop. Why are you putting all that money in that man's house? Because to me, it was my house. In my mind, I was gonna stay there till my kids went off to college. So, so that was my mindset. And then COVID hit. See, the owner of that house, he rented his house because he got a job out of state. But when COVID hit, I imagine he lost his job, or, or I guess. You know, you're now working remote. I don't know what the exact situation was with him, but I do know that he said, I want my house back. And I had 60 days to get out.
1: Oh, wow. Wow! So, okay. Okay. wow. again, so aside from your faith in God, that how were you able to find strength to be there and be present for your children? Or were you present? Because sometimes we're just going through the motions and just doing what we need to do, like in survival mode. Do you feel like you were present emotionally, mentally,
2: physically for your children during that time? Wow. You know, that's a good question and not something that I've ever thought about.
1: I'm the therapist, so I'm all <laughs> Yeah,
0: she's so- the
2: Hmm. So when, when you say aside from my faith in God, I honestly can't say, I can honestly say there wasn't anything other than that because it was just prayer. That's the only thing that got me through. Now, if you were to ask me, was I fully present? If I'm being honest, if I'm being transparent, I think I might have to say no.
1: I I, I it's I can imagine you couldn't have been cuz you were in survivor mode. It was do what you needed to get done and it was you were probably there physically but emotionally and mentally I'm sure, you know, it, it was tough to be there and be present. But it doesn't sound like your kids were affected or they knew anything cuz it sounds like the face that you put on and and what you did in survivor's mode got them to the point where you got one in college and one about to graduate. So, <laughs>
2: that okay. that That's exactly right. I mean, that's exactly right. I didn't talk a lot about it. And and this is where I realize um, I, I have no regrets. Okay. So I always say I live with no regrets. So I don't regret having handled anything the way that I did. But what I did realize about myself is I hold a lot in. And I I am a person who smiles all the time. I'm full of joy, I'm full of glee, that's just who I am. But I've had a couple friends call me out and say, at that time, during that time, your smile wasn't genuine. Mm. Um, They would tell me that they could tell in my eyes that there was something else going on.
0: Did
2: you Uh, think that you couldn't be
1: vulnerable? during that time, or if if you were vulnerable if you showed any sense of vulnerability, you think that would have led to a breakdown?
2: I do. Yeah. I do. I felt like I needed to be superwoman. I, I felt like I needed to do what I had to do for my kids. I didn't want them to miss out on anything. I didn't want them to feel like they were a part of a broken home. I didn't want them to feel like they were with a broken woman. If I could be real and honest, like I didn't want to say out loud that I was broken, Mm. that that my spirit was down. Because again, I've been like this all of my life. I've always motivated people. I I mean, I, I set out to be the top of my class and I always was. I set out to have a phenomenal job and I did. I set out to make good money and I did. I was living the dream. So I was very uncomfortable in that vulnerable state And I didn't want anyone else to know that. Mm -hmm. So
1: do you see, um, what do you feel like the lesson was in everything that you went through talking from always having to be the best, always striving to be the best and having to have this and having this perfect lifestyle. And, you know, with the two parent household, the dog and the picket fences and all of that good stuff. What do you think was a lesson that you
2: got from this? Hmm. That's another good question. What I, sh- the lesson, huh, let me say it this way. What I realized about myself is that I am very resilient. Mm. What I realized about myself is that I don't always have to be on top. Mm-hmm. I can, I, I, I can. Get com- I don't want to say get comfortable with because complacency I don't like either, but, but I can acknowledge, I'll say I'll acknowledge the failures, I'll acknowledge the challenges, the challenges, I'll acknowledge the areas of opportunity and just know that I can continuously be striving towards something. What do I mean by that? See, I don't want people to live in their valley. See, I went through a valley. Some people think it's the end of the world. You tell one person they have breast cancer, they think it's the end of the world. See, it's just a valley. Mm -hmm. You tell somebody else that they have lost their job with this multiple six-figure income, the job that created the lifestyle that they and their family have become used to, and they think it's the end of the world. Mm someone's husband leaves, they think it's the end of the world. COVID hits, I mean, everything that goes on. That's where the book came from, Profit From Your Pain. I strongly believe there is some profit in every piece of pain. Your trials and tribulations can help you still live the best life ever. Notice I said still. Mm -hmm. See, most of the time when life happens to people, people stop dreaming. So what I, the lesson that I learned is don't get stuck in the valley. Continue to dream and then run toward the dream. See, the, the statement that I make now, when I go out and I speak to people, I say, it doesn't matter what happens to you. All that matters is how you respond to it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so true. Absolutely, I truly believe in that. Now, Lynette, help me. Um, <clears throat> if we're our single moms who are listening, Help me understand what you would tell a mom who's going through something very similar to what you're going through currently. And she's not as strong as you, because one thing that I do know is that certain women are strong and can go through the valleys and pull themselves up. And if you have close knit families that will help you out. It is it's it's a little bit easier for you to make your way out of that valley and see those dreams and be able to get to that horizon. But for the for the single mom who doesn't have any of that, who has to solely depend on herself, what what do you tell that
2: mom? <laughs> My first thing is you can do it you can do it. That's my first thing. And then I back that up with resources. See, he came so that I may have life and have it more abundantly. See, he promised me an abundant life. He also told me that I have the victory. So he promised me the win. See, this is a fixed fight. And and I had a coach say those exact words to me. Yo, Lynette, this is a fixed fight you will have the victory. you just got to go through it. So now I just share those same exact words and then and then I back it up with some scriptures because again, were it not for my faith, see, I can't do this alone. Right. see I, I, I lean to an understanding that is so much more powerful than me. So what I do is I share that understanding. But then there are some other resources out there like thinking grow rich. There are other resources out there, like the strangest secret. See, these are the things that I fill my mind up with on a daily basis. Because those, again, those are just reminders, the law of attraction, manifestation. Those are the things that I engulf myself in. And those are the things that I share with my sisters. So you can have, do, or be whatever you want. It's a promise. And there are lots and lots of resources out there, including my book, Profit From Your Pain, that shows you how to do that. Nice. Okay. All right. You
0: went through the valley. Now you're, you're back up top, I can say. Um, still climbing because we all are. We, we, we all are still you know trying trying to make the best of everything live, trying to live our best lives
2: um, what are, what are you looking forward to in the future <laughs> um, I'm glad you corrected that I am still climbing. I, right now, again, I, like I said, I'm on a crusade now. I'm on a crusade for my single mothers. Just like I said, I looked in the mirror and I noticed that I don't look like what I've been through. See, I look like a million bucks to me. It is my dream to be a millionaire mom. That, that That's my title. That's my hashtag. Millionaire mom. Everything that I do is for my kids. I call myself a mompreneur. Because everything that I do is for my kids. I created a very nice lifestyle for them through corporate America. And I strongly believe through entrepreneurial it could be even better. Notice I said it can be because I'm still on that climb, but here's the difference. See, you have to act as if, act as if you already have the win. Act as if failure is not an option. And that's what I do now. So what do I look forward to? I look forward to helping my single moms do just that. See, not everyone wants to own their own business, but everyone has a dream. And I promise you, financial freedom will help you get to your dream. So I teach single moms how to be financially free. I teach single moms how to have time freedom. Why do you need time freedom? Because most of the time, If you get a glimpse or a taste of financial freedom, it usually comes at the cost of time freedom because that's what I had. When I was living that lifestyle, I also had nannies. My kids were with nannies because I needed to be at work to create that lifestyle. So for a long time, I've been chasing both financial freedom and time freedom, but now I realize it is my responsibility to help my single moms get there. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to talking to more people. I'm looking forward to meeting more people and helping my single moms chase their dreams. Awesome. Awesome. So as far as
1: dating after the divorce, when did you know
0: that you were ready? Wow. (laughs) Are you ever ready? (laughs) I can tell you, Sherita, that smile is back
2: though. (laughs) The smile is back. The smile is definitely back. Um, So if I have to think back to just my circumstance or my situation, um, I am now smiling because I am very, 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 very happily dating. (laughs) I am dating him and the smile is back because of him. So if I were to look at timing, It's been, hmm, I'll say it this way. I met him as a result of joining a singles ministry. So I guess you can say once I joined that ministry, I felt like I was ready. I joined that ministry three years after I was separated from my husband. Mm. Um, So I guess you can say, Yes, that's when I felt like I was ready. But here's the thing about that ministry. It was a six-week boot camp. The first three weeks we worked on me. So it was just about preparing my heart, preparing my mind, preparing me to for that man of God. So when you talk about timing, it's just going to depend on the work you're willing to put in. Cause I had to look at myself and and there were some things within me that I needed to fix before I was going to be ready to receive the smile again. Okay. That's,
1: that's real. That's, that's, um, after that divorce, I'm sure you had to take some time to love on yourself again and and get to know who you are as an individual and not as a married woman. So it sounds like you did your work. (laughs)
2: That's exactly right. I actually, I actually went away on a retreat Mm -hmm. to do just that. I mean, at the time, the last thing I was thinking about was dating. That was just a get to know me. Um, And again, that was around the time where I guess I was coming out of the fog because, and I, I say a fog because again, I went into survival mode. It was just, let me focus on the kids. What do I need to do? My son at the time was going into high school. So these were very, very impressionable years. My daughter was, you know, finishing up high school. So it was a time where really, yes, I need to make sure they were good. And then doing all of that, Lynette wasn't good. So, so you're right. Um, there was some soul searching. There was some self care, some self love. I mean, it was a lot going on during that time. <laughs> it was.
0: Yeah, for the for the single mom who's out there, and you know, I'm a single mom. I think our lives kind of shadow each other a little bit, which is actually crazy to me sometimes. Um, and I, and I've learned a lot from from you. Um, you may not know it, but for the single mom who has maybe had to deal with a difficult divorce or a difficult breakup and may have hardened their hearts a little bit how how easy was it for you to go through everything that you went through um and have your husband leave and have and be able to see this good man in front of you and not run them away because of of you dealing with so much stuff and and everything that you know you haven't said maybe balled up inside of you. And I know you said you went on a retreat and had to deal with yourself. Um, how how easy or how hard was that to to be able to open mm-hmm. up? It, it it it
2: it's not easy. Um, you have to be very very intentional. And you have to and when I say intentional, you have to remember who's in front of you. See, this man is not that man. So you cannot bring your baggage. And I call it baggage, because that's exactly what it is. If I'm thinking about what that man did, and putting that on this man, that's wrong. So but you have to be very intentional, because it's natural. It's natural to assume he's saying that but he really means this. And that took a while. Um, when we first started dating, I had to realize, you know what? He really means what he says. Or, or when he says this, he he, he really meant that. And, and And when he did this, I was expecting for something else to happen, but that didn't happen. So you cannot bring those past experiences into a new relationship. You have to be very intentional. And it's not easy. It's not easy. And that's what that's where the work comes into play. I say that I worked on myself, but can I also be transparent and tell you I continue to work on myself? And then I have to keep coming back to my source. It's prayer. Because one, I asked God for this man. I thank God for this man. So now I have to also lean on the understanding of the Lord to keep the man.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. right.
2: You're right. So
0: what? A, um, I know you said you tried to make sure you you um were strong for your children, but you have a beautiful daughter, and um, what do what, what did you tell her if anything about what what you were going through at the end when you were ready? Did you did you express to her how to handle this type of thing if she ever came to it?
2: I did not. I did not, and just very recent, and when I say very recent, I mean within the last 30 days, my son, my daughter, and I sat down, we had a conversation, just happened to be sitting on the beaches of the Bahamas, (laughs) and we were just talking, and that was one of the things that they expressed to me, that I never shared with them what I'm going, and not share, share, present tense, I never share with them what's going on and what i said to them is because i didn't want to burden them with what i consider to be my problems now they expressed to me that it was it also affects them and it's part of their problem but again being transparent i don't see it that way i see myself as the mother who needs to protect them and keep them from any evil And I say evil because any negative situation, I consider it to be such. So I have not had a conversation with my daughter about, oh, well, if this happens, you should do, I don't, I haven't done that. Um, Any relationship issues that she's had with any boyfriend that she's had, we've talked specifically about what she's going through and specifically about how I think she should handle it. But I've never had a conversation with my children about, relationship that i had with their father about the divorce about the financial struggles that i had as a single mom about any of those things
1: why not i think why not why did you choose that were you trying to protect them were you i mean for lack of better term were you embarrassed did you feel some kind of way you know why why did you choose not to not all of the details, but at least some of the details. And children are very observant, so it's not like they probably didn't know um, you know, doing the lifestyle changes. but what were your reasons for not sharing them with your kids?
2: I might have to say all of the above. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I, I felt like I was protecting them. Um, but maybe there was a little bit of me protecting my own ego. Mm-hmm. Maybe there was some embarrassment. Um, I have always been the go-to for my family, so you know, whenever anyone needed anything, <laughs> they needed advice. Um, financially, I was excited about the the fact that I could help my parents. You know, I feel like I've always felt very grateful for what they did for me and the sacrifices that they made to put me through college. So after college, day one, I've already, I've always been that one who said, okay, here, mom, or here, dad. So now I was in a position where I couldn't do that anymore. And that was a very, very, very uncomfortable position for me. Mm-hmm. So, so I probably didn't share because it wasn't just my kids that I didn't share anything with. I didn't share anything with friends. And I didn't share anything with my parents. I, I didn't share anything with anyone. And I know ultimately that wasn't good. And I know that because of that one day when I'm sitting in the car coming home from the gym, from the gym and I finally had my breakdown. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's inevitable. It's it's going to happen. And nine times out of 10, we won't be able to control when it happens. Mm-hmm. It just happens. But mm-hmm. um, you definitely are a shero and was able to make lemonade out of so many lemons that were thrown at you.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So, look, tell us about tell us about profit from your pain.
2: Profit From Your Pain is essentially my story, but it's written as such so that I can talk about the lessons that I've learned and then lessons that I now share. So it's really not just about me. Really, it's not really about me at all because you can find yourself in any situation. So I just described some pretty Bad situations. I talk about corporate America. I told you I was a CPA. Well, CPA is largely a white male dominated field. As you notice, I'm a female, and as you can probably tell from the conversation, I'm an African American female. So, corporate America was not easy. I loved my job, but it wasn't easy. So, I talk about that. I talk about some of the trials and tribulations in corporate America and what I learned from that and what you can learn from some of the trials and tribulations that you have in your life as it relates to corporate America. I talk about the breast cancer. I talk about the loss of the job. I talk about the fact that I stopped dreaming. See, I told you I've always been a hustler. I've been in, I was an Avon lady at 18 years old, 18. I went to college selling Avon because I've always had a hustler's mindset what does that mean i've always been dreaming but then life happened i got married i got this great job i started having kids i forgot all about my dreams and then the lord created something that made me stop and start dreaming again so i talk about all these all the adult i help the adults and i say adults because as a kid they're always dreaming They're always talking about what they're going to do next. Well, now when I go out and I'm speaking to my single moms, my first question is, if you could not fail, what would you be doing? If you were guaranteed to win, what would you be doing? More often than not, I'm going to say about eight times out of 10, they can't answer me. They have no idea. When was the last time you thought about your dream? You thought about what you were doing because all they could think about is the next bill they have to pay. All they can think about is tomorrow, what's going to happen at work. All they could think about is what just happened yesterday. See, we live our lives, but we stop dreaming. And so what profit from your pain helps you do is dream again. That's one of the chapters in the book, dream again. Also, you can be the change you want to see. That's another chapter in the book. Be the change you want to see. It talks about the fact that you can have, do, or be whatever you want. All you have to do is first see it. So you see it in your mind, and then I promise you, you can achieve it. And we talk about how you can achieve it in the book. Profit from your pain is a resource guide for the individual who stopped dreaming, but has big dreams.
0: I love it. (laughs) <laughs> and, I have read the book, and it is an absolutely wonderful book, I must say. It is a great book. So inspire her. We, we have a lot of things in common. You say dream, and um, me and Red, we, we dreamed. We said, you know what? We want to inspire women, not just single moms. We, we want to inspire women, period. Because women have a hard time, you know, oh, and especially oh. African-American women. So we, want, we wanted to bring you on here to, you know, let people know that, man, you can go through so many valleys, but you still keep your eye on the horizon and keep your hands in God's hand. And it will happen for you. And you are a living, breathing representation of that. And that's why we wanted to bring you on here to tell your story. You did that.
2: Thank you. you. Ha-
1: <laughs> that is awesome. And I know I kind of asked you some tough questions, but, you know, that's how my mind flows. And, it, and it, you know, definitely made you kind of think about those things. But, you know, I mean, I, I just think you're amazing. Do you do any public
0: speaking?
2: Oh, do public I?
1: Games? Absolutely.
2: That's excellent. Oh, actually-
1: you got to tell about the retreat fee. <laughs>
2: I plan to be at the retreat. She already knows about the retreat. Uh, I will <laughs> How come I'm there. in the dark? I
1: feel like she I'm in the dark. Because no, we still we're
0: still in planning mode. Me talking to her is in planning mode. So all the details are okay. lined out between us Yeah, There you go. Letting cats out the box.
2: But to answer your question, though, about the public speaking, and just so that all your listeners know, absolutely. I say I'm on a crusade, but that's how I'm getting my message out. Um, I just finished a an engagement at an at an event called empower fest in the bahamas next may so look out for this next may i'm actually having my own conference at empower fest on a cruise to bermuda so we're we're actually having an empowerment conference on a cruise to bermuda again just to have this conversation to get the word out there are a lot of ladies out there who all they need to do is just fix their crown it's just a little crooked so they just need a little help fixing their crown they just need a little encouragement they just need to hear a word from somewhere else to get rid of all of the noise so that's exactly what i do so i am looking for additional platforms i'm looking for additional engagements if and you can reach out to me through social media on instagram it's mad f-i-t-l-y-n-n Fitlin on instagram inbox me i'd love to come to your event i'd love to have a conversation with your ladies i just went to a transition home and had a conversation with some phenomenal women and i pause again for effect it's a transitional home these are women who were homeless they're right in the middle of their Breakthrough is what I'll call it. So within this home, they have about a year and an opportunity to live and work and save to transition to their next level. I had a conversation with them and they too forgot about their dreams. But at the end of our conversation, they're now running toward their dreams. They're running toward their goals and that gives me joy. So that's what I do. So public speaking is what I do. So thanks for asking.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Do you have a podcast or anything, or any YouTube channel that you spread your
2: information on? Well, now my best friend is going to kill me, because I know she's going to be listening, Demia Hunter. She (laughs) has the dream and the desire for the podcast. And we started it, we did one episode, and it's completely my fault that episode two has not happened because I do have a lot going on and I am doing a lot of running. I am trying to get the word out, but no. To answer your question, the podcast is not up and running. That's why I jumped at this opportunity. I love the idea of the podcast, but I have to give it up to your ladies for having the discipline to actually get it done.
0: Thank you. It's, a, it's yeah. definitely, definitely a discipline. And one, one thing I wanted to plug: we're talking about, um, we we like to work with the people that that we know and and meet new people. So on that um cruise ship, that empowerment conference that you're planning, maybe we could come and do our live podcast on this cruise. That'd be something to think about, real. Absolutely,
2: really. absolutely. I'd love for you guys to see that. It's in May of next year, so put it on your calendar. It's May, I don't have the exact dates. It's May 20-something or another. Um, It's a five-day cruise to Bermuda. It's a Thursday tour, whatever that is, five days later. (laughs) In May of 2023. I will get the information out, but yes, we are doing an empowerment conference on a cruise to Bermuda. And the cruise ship leaves from Baltimore.
0: Okay. All right. Well, we have really and truly appreciated hearing your resilient story, hearing how you bounced back, and hearing how you're still climbing to reach your goals and how dreaming is definitely something that you have to do. You, you have to do it to keep yourself, even when you're at the top or feel like you're at the top, you still need to dream because you. you, you a lot of times we think we made it and there's so much more that we can do. And two, mm-hmm. keeping God right there by your side. For those who believe, for those who believe, for those who don't, I'm not talking to you, but for those who believe, it is definitely, definitely something you need to do. Keep God by your side and talk to him. Shoot, I be in my car at the red light just talking. My girlfriend, some stuff. We Were you on the phone? I was like, no, I was having my conversation with God. Just having mm-hmm. a conversation, letting Him know what I needed for that day and what I was willing to do, and 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 just, you know, have a conversation with Him, just like you do your your friends. He's listening. He's listening to Lynette. He listening to Red. He listening to me. He definitely gonna listen to you. So sure you have those conversations, ladies. And for those of you who are listening to us, you know that we love to inspire her no matter what it is, no matter what it is. Next week, um, we are going to be talking about Roe versus Wade. That is a topic that is has been in the news everywhere. We're going to Red and I are going to discuss Roe versus Wade. We're going to we're going to. um do some research and 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 see what this thing is all about. And we would love for you guys to um, listen out and leave us a message. Let us know how you feel about it. Also, on this this podcast will be uh, aired tomorrow. Please let us know what you think about our guests. I have a
2: gift. I have a gift for your listeners too. Okay. I and, you like this. I will post- <laughs> and also, as you, um, I guess when we post, I'll definitely share the link for the podcast. And I'm asking all of the listeners to share, share, share again. It's not about me. It really isn't. It, I'm just trying to get to as many single moms as I can. And with one statement, you can do it. So for all of your listeners, I am offering profit for your pain. For 14.99 um the price of the book original price is 24.99 but i am offering it 14.99 for all of your listeners and they can just inbox me or inbox you and just say, I want one. I want one. And then our team will reach out and make sure they get it. I say inbox because I'll be sharing this podcast on my Facebook page. I'll be sharing it on my TikTok. I'll be sharing it on my Instagram. So all social media platforms. So you can just inbox me on any of my social media platforms, or please inbox, inspire her. And I'll make sure you get profit from your pain for 14.99.
0: Well, thank you. That, that, right. We love gifts. Yeah. We, we love that. We appreciate that. Now, Red, do you have anything you want to add?
1: I don't. I just thought that this was great and just appreciate you taking the time, Lynette, to be on our podcast and, you know, make sure that you share it with your friends so they can hear. It. I'm sure they already know your story, but <laughs> make sure you share it on your page as well. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And for those of you who I are want- listening, please like, share, rate because we can't we can't do this without knowing that you guys are out there and that we are giving you relevant topics, relevant information. We need to know that we're giving you what you need. So please share, like, rate um, let us know what you think. We don't mind little 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 criticism. I mean, we don't we're not gonna take it as criticism. We're gonna take it as um, things that we need to need to include in our in our podcast to make it more interesting. We listen to what you say, your topics. We've been given topics. I took a topic today from what Lynette was saying for one of our um, one of our episodes in the future. So I'm gonna change the title of that episode to fix your crown. I like that. I like.
2: I do too. I do too.
0: I definitely like that. So me and Red, we we are always willing to listen to what you have to say, our listeners, and we want to get the guests on here that you want to hear, and we want to talk about relevant topics that you want to hear. So let us know what you think. Well, let me
2: go on. Let me go on record and just speak for all of the women out here and just thank you guys for doing this. Thank you for bringing to light uh, topics that we think about but often don't talk about. And thank you for giving us a platform to express how we feel. No
0: problem.
2: We appreciate you
0: guys. All right. Well, that is the end of our episode tonight. Like I said, Red and I truly appreciate you, Lynette, for giving us your time. I know you are a busy lady with lots of things to do, but thank you for sharing a bit of your time, your knowledge, your love. We could hear your smile through the phone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so We could definitely hear your smile. We could hear your excitement and hopefully we have some and, and they don't really have to be single moms. We Anyone can learn from what you said. A man can learn from what you just said today. But definitely our um, your focus is on single moms. So we hope that these single moms have heard what you said. And if you need to talk to her, if you want to know where she's speaking at next and you want to be able to get there to hear her, please, 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 please. Send her a message on her social media that she announced or you can tag yourself in our um, published episode on tomorrow and we'll make sure that you get her information and you get where she's going to be next. She is in the Delaware, Philadelphia area, um, but she does travel, as as you've heard, the Bahamas. So she's international. So Listen out for her. She She's doing good things, and, and we truly appreciate her giving us a little bit of her time. Right now, we're going to say goodbye and peace out. And we hope you enjoy the rest of your week and continue to dream. Good night.
1: Good night. night.
0: We are here to
1: inspire her,
0: the total woman. Yay.